call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Dad bod pod season five. Season four was short. Four episodes for season four. Most of those before the season even started. But as most things end, we ended with Seth. And for our loyal listeners, which were growing, we were up to like 27. Which I will remind you, this is a 10-person league. You count alumni, we're up to maybe 15, 16. Nowhere near 27. But, I mean, Seth listens on his phone. He's listening on his computer. Plays it on his 100-inch TV. So I'm, I'm sure he inflated our, our listens a little bit. But we, we just kind of dropped off. And I'm, I'm not going to put this all on the other members of the league. I'm not going to put it on my long-lost co-host, Matt McNichol. Rest in peace, Matt McBeasley. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take some ownership. I'm going to take some blame here. I was in a place of transition. And, you know, there was, there was a pandemic. Had a new job. Well, yeah, new, new job quasi homeless but we uh we're more settled now we're back we always knew we'd be back and we always knew we'd have guests as well because i love talking with my friends and today we have a dear friend our commissioner zach robbins zach welcome to the pod hello it's great to be here again i've waited this i've waited for this moment for a year i guess a whole year since i've been here it's it's been a really long time. I didn't know if Zencaster still existed. I was like, is is this platform still alive? They're thriving. There are I'm, so many new features. Yeah. Zach, tell tell our audio listeners what the green room experience was like. Oh, the green room. Um, I mean, I've never never experienced anything like it. I've been to some green rooms. Let me tell you, keynote speaking at you know South by Southwest and mm-hmm. um, inbound and all the, all the big conferences and events. Um, and it was best, best snacks, uh, the most green room that I've, I've ever been in. They I've never asked seen me such a luscious green. My microphone and, and video, I mean, very forward of them. And they asked me my name. They were very kind. Uh, and then I was here. So that was they, my green. They might've acquired the rights to name your third child. It's, <laughs> it's potentially out there. I don't know how closely you read the terms and conditions. But only my third not not my sixth or ninth or tenth. Yeah, no, it's it's a one shot deal. Mm-hmm. It's fair. But yeah, it's been too long. But here here we are, doing we the thing it. that that always brings us back together. Resiliency, grit. If our league has two characteristics, it's those. And I would say two two of the most important characteristics that there are, that people should aspire to. We can't forget what also brings us together, and that's our dad bods. So true. It's another part of getting older, just embracing it more and more every year. Although uh, 
I'm on the tail end of a, a pretty nasty cold. So I just dropped like five pounds, which is, which is great. If you need to cut some weight quick. Do you still even qualify to be here then? I mean, that's always been a question. It always has been. And I just, you know, kind of stay quiet when people ask it. So that's just a life existential question, like yeah. in all, in all settings. Yep. Not just here. It, it has been asked so many times. Uh, junior year of high school in our, you know, awards banquet at the end of the year, soccer team gave me the nickname, Jamie, why are you here, Schleicher? Wow. So it's, wow. you know, it has been asked before. and I That's just, unreasonable. That is, that's harsh. I just, well, it, it's because the... Uh, after our coach posted the final roster, he forgot to put my name on the list. Cool. So, so there was like a solid hour and a half where I was like, I made this team as a sophomore, but maybe I got cut as a junior. Did I get complacent? You know, just didn't show as much heart this year. And then, you know, eventually my coach called me up, apologized profusely. I was like, no, you, you did make the team. I just, decide not to put your name on there um what a what a mistake you should have antonio browned him that's what you should have done i mean when in doubt yeah go the, i could definitely go the antonio brown route your personality going antonio brown for sure can't say i've ever done it before but <laughs> i never like... you never showed up to practice in a hot air balloon <laughs> frozen your foot no frostbite in the middle of the game yeah um. Yeah, none none of those things. Never scored a touchdown in the NFL either. So, mm. not not too many points of commonality. Well, y'all have something in common right now, which is neither of you are an NFL player. So you're basically like him. And I believe we both host podcasts. So Ooh, I did not know that. I gotta go check out his pod. Fire, absolute <laughs> fire. Check it out. Can't wait. Can't wait. But the year's 2022. Dad bods, who knows? What, what is this, season seven in league history? I don't even know. This is why we need a website. I've said it every year. You know, I could just... Our own website? Just like a league, league yeah. record book? Yeah, just, you know, who's won this thing? So I don't have to go back and look and like oh it's Stephen luck every year because if you ask me right now i'd say Stephen luck won six times and michael benz won last year and that's that's our league history am i wrong uh that's that's about right yeah that's it (laughs) yeah definitely definitely Stephen always chooses the right app to tell him how to draft an app-based drafter um who enjoyed auction. I didn't know if auction would ruin the experience for him and his apps wouldn't be able to keep up, but by all accounts, he was very on board with the auction draft last year. Yeah, everybody seemed to be. I was I was also surprised at that 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 everyone was uh a fan and, and said they'd want to do it again. I was I was nervous about that, but well well. It is difficult to go back once you've done it and 
like most of fantasy football, it can be addicting. <laughs> it just it feels it feels like playing like going back to playing checkers after learning how to play chess. It's like I don't this is this is lame. Like it's too too one dimensional, uh, too boring, not interesting enough. Um, although some people don't like to don't like to make it more interesting. Matt McNichol over here saying he's not interested in keepers. Just way too much to way too much to keep track of. I I'm personally of the you know either go one way or the other. Either do redraft or like full dynasty where. Mm-hmm. You know, you you keep your team, and then it's just a rookie draft every year. Um, oh, so yeah, you, don't, I, you don't you don't actually like you don't like the in between on just having a certain number of keepers. It's just it's a tease. It's like I could build this incredibly awesome roster, but there's only so much of an edge you can gain by keeping two three players every year. So how do you do how do you do dynasty though if you have league turnover, which we've had. The the new owner would just inherit. He gets, the he gets transitioned. Yeah. yeah. But Jamie, for, how many leagues you, for our league, how many, I like I like redraft. I I think it just like the pod. You never know what you're going to get year to year, and some years yeah. it's good, some years it's bad, some years it goes all season, others it ends at four episodes. You you don't know. <laughs> It's a mystery box, and what do we love more than mystery boxes? It's a, it's a great point. That'd be a fun draft. You just draft like you have the option of drafting a mystery player for some like discount. Yeah. So like basically, um, it'd be like blind nominations. Yeah. So you have no idea who you're betting on. Yeah, I love that. Or like yeah. you just have like a, key, a few like key facts and you don't you don't know the rest, but like you're trying to Ooh. you're trying to figure out who the player is based on some key facts. Yeah, like this was a wide receiver drafted in the first round. Right. Good Hometown. luck. Height. <laughs> yeah, height, That's weight. Mm-hmm. Maybe a 40, 40 yard dash score. And yeah. Whoever. Whoever knows their. Height, weight, speed archetypes. Yeah, Jamie, how many how many leagues are you in this year? That's one question I feel like I always have to ask. I also uh, like to the role of uh, host on this on this pod too. Yeah, I mean, define leagues. Have I done fifty plus <laughs> best ball drafts? Of course I have. You know this. Okay. I'm in the real money best ball streets, grinding those one to five dollar entries on both yahoo and underdog um but yeah that if you're unfamiliar with best ball you just draft there's no roster decisions of who to start week to week there's no waiver wire management um so can't grind like mcnichol and churn the roster you just draft and then see where the chips lie at the drafting coast yep interesting um so yeah i've done right around 50 of those um i have a dynasty team so that is you know year round 24 7 Mm -hmm. um 
not gonna not gonna name all the rookies I drafted, but uh, a couple of my my late round picks in the the rookie draft this year have gotten some pretty big hype in the preseason. So mm. uh, feeling good. That's also a super flex team, two QBs, mm. which is a, another fun wrinkle in the format. Dynasty super flex. Yeah, that's fun. So I've got got one of those. How big is your What's that? How big is your roster? Twenty. Okay. Right now it's it's sitting at twenty seven after the draft. So I've got You're seven players or so that I have to cut before before the start of the season. Interesting. That's cool. Okay, so you're in a dynasty league. You're in this league. You're this in fifty league. best ball leagues. What's that? You're in fifty best ball <laughs> leagues. Fifty best ball leagues. Uh, you know, probably do ten to fifteen more of those before the the start of the season that's basically your version of mock drafting it it is i and i think it's more valuable than mock drafting um also more costly it is but there's also you know the the ultimate goal is to come out of this roi positive so Mm -hmm. you know luckily my fantasy football hobby even though I've won absolutely nothing in the Dad's Bods League. Um, a couple of other leagues that I'm in have have balanced out, and I'm I'm in the green. So you're in the green. Were you yeah. in the green last year in best ball? If I wasn't, it was pretty close. But but I think I did make. You know, we're we're talking pocket change here, like twenty twenty five bucks. Well done. What's your hourly rate on that? <laughs> we're we're not gonna. Zach, I'm on a podcast right now. <laughs> it's negative. Way, way too negative. Uh, I'm here for the friends, the community. You're in the green. It's just a matter of how, how low can you go. Well, it's just, you know, there are other aspects, such as my professional job, that tells me my time is worth a certain amount an mm-hmm. hour. Um, so, yeah. The opportunity cost. Uh, the opportunity spent. cost. Yeah. Highly negative. Yeah, got it. Okay, that's fair. Okay. But yeah, and then, you know, three to five of these seasonal leagues with friends. Um, a couple of them have been quiet so far. So, yeah, you know, maybe they come together in the, the next couple of weeks, but um, might, might only be three this year. So I have to ask then, you... I, I would hazard a guess that you probably uh, do the most fantasy. I would imagine of all of the Dad Bods League. Would you disagree with that? I would not, and I I think it it might be like the rest of the league combined. Um, <laughs> it, it's possible. So so, how do you feel coming off of last season? So, I mean, as as Caleb's corner has taught us time after time, like th- this is just chaos and madness, and there's only so much you can do to give yourself an edge, and the rest of it is is, is cruel, cruel fate. Um, so yeah, do do I think I have a massive edge over over the field? No, not not at all. Okay, yeah. But do uh, I have micro edges? 
all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. People got to stay on their toes. You never but, know what game is Especially in a 10, 10 team league. Um, you know, we're, we're all basically coming out of this thing with all-star teams. Like you have to, you have to do something stupid, like go zero RB <laughs> to not love your team coming out of the draft. Uh, so, so as long as you don't do that. And for the newcomers to the league, that's what Jamie did last year. Yeah, I did. Although we, we've talked about this a little bit. Um, it, it really all hinged on DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. And if I had gotten him, which I think Michael outbid me by like one or two dollars, and unfortunately had spent all of my money on wide receivers at that point. Uh, so DeAndre Swift came, came up much later where you had already spent a chunk of your money. Yeah, but he was yeah. like, I was like, I can salvage this team coming out of the draft if I get Swift and I was close, but Michael, Michael was able to, to push him up a little bit higher than I could go. Yeah. And n- always knew, like, even in that moment, I was like, if you're going to give me four preseason top 10 ranked wide receivers, like I'll take that all day and knew I was going to flip one of them into a running back at some point in time. Um, was just hoping my team could get out to a fast enough start. Had some like RB2 types on the back end that I was like, they they can win some games for me at the beginning of the year. And it, it just didn't work out that way. Didn't get Swift, which like I said, would have been like an anchor RB1 to really change the complexion of my team. And then, you know, like Calvin Ridley mysteriously misses half the season in that time he's out gambles on a football game and is now suspended for another year. Um, unfortunate injuries to Saquon after I eventually traded for Saquon, my, my stud running back immediately gets hurt. Uh, who knows what happened in Seattle, but DK Metcalf did not kind of do his thing. And then, you know, Steph Diggs, my stud is the guy that I traded for Saquon totally hits at the end of the year. You're welcome, Seth. So, uh, you know, that is, that's just how it goes sometimes. But, yep. uh, I mean, like, George Kittle had, like, a 40-point game towards the end of the year, and you you saw all the pieces. It just... Didn't all miserable. happen. You needed to do. Yeah. I found a way to lose every week, which is the fun yeah. part of the game. Yes, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I feel like you're asking all the questions. I have a question. <laughs> well, that's why I was Commissioner. Stop asking questions. Stop yeah. commandeering my podcast. You own the league. You can't also own the pod. Separation of the press and power. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, we are back. We had, you know, a, a couple of people say they had to take a step back this year. A couple new faces. But what what do you see as the direction of the league for this year? Um, well, I feel like we're, you know, we've made a shift in the past two years, you know, primarily, at least originally it was a Charlottesville local league and that was part of the vision. And that's clearly changed. Like how many 
we're global. We we, we were global uh, for Can't a period wait. of time, and then I know you're then not there. global. Lost our one global Swedish participant, Swedish football team. Caleb Caleb and Caleb's corner rest in peace. We should bring him back for a guest Caleb's corner. You I should mean, arrange that anytime he wants. He knows. Yeah. Have I woken up at four four a.m. to get Caleb on a pod before? Absolutely. Several times. Come on. Yes. Um. So I feel like I feel like we're we're leaning more into that. I mean, you yourself have have relocated, no longer in no longer in Charlottesville. Um. I mean, let's see. So Stephen, Sean, Michael is back in Charlottesville. Matt. Eric. So I guess we still have a majority in right. Charlottesville. Um, but, you know, and we're also like, I don't know, I feel like most most of the people in the league are COVID-weary dads. Um, probably all are COVID-weary, even if they're not dads. Um, I'm a COVID-weary uncle. Yeah. You had a you had a beard last year. I mean, things, things are it, just... It was a weird time. We've, we've been through some shit, you know? Um, and so vision, vision for this year, I think, you know, we've, we've hit a, I think we hit a stride a little bit in the sense of first year moving to an auction draft. So like we took a risk as a league to do something different and more challenging. Um, you know, I think we've always been cautious of alienating, um, anybody in the league for, for pushing that too far and, I think thankfully the push to auction did not do that. And actually the people that were probably most cautious about it actually enjoyed it um, more than they thought. So, um, and, and wanted to do it again next year and everybody was in. So I think continuing to push into that kind of new territory um, up for challenges. Um, you know, I, I haven't gotten, I've only gotten, I think one, one talk of a, of a proposal of a change, which was a change of league dues. And that was immediately shut down. Um, Matt didn't talk you into the $200 entry. He did. He did not. Although he apparently claimed that we're going to start uh, some side bets and side pots, but uh, have not heard since that claim of, of any actual creation. Matt talks big game when it comes to some things, including, including things like that. Uh, Matt, I'm here. If you, if you want to talk, just saying. Um, but we've got, you know, a couple, a couple of new with an asterisk league members. And I say with an asterisk, one is actually completely new to the dad bod pod or the dad bod league. And um, one is a returning member of the original season, the inaugural dad bod season. Um, so new faces, you know, um, Last year we had some turnover, went from 12 to 10. We're sticking with 10 this year. So I, I do like the smaller group. Um, hopefully we'll have active league culture. The group me will be, um, you know, mostly Seth liking everyone's posts, um, Jamie with color commentary, um, me in there. And then with occasion, like the uh, the cameo appearance, appearances from the likes of Stephen Luck with maybe, you know, two or three posts throughout the year. We did lose lose a league member, longstanding, and Robert um, will miss him, but hopefully we can get him back one day, just like we have Michael and Eric. Um, we also lost Drew again for the second time. Yeah. He's the first. We, we keep first losing out. Drew. I feel 
I feel like Drew's the little kid on a family vacation, and we just mm. we did it. Macaulay Culkin. There we go. Yeah. Home Alone. You know, they did it once at Christmas. You're like, wow, that's terrible. They did it again. They lost him in New York. <laughs> we'll, we'll, always, find, we'll find you, Drew. We come back. He always comes back. So can't wait to have Drew back on, uh, Drew back in the league. But um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for, um, you know, an out, an outlet, I think, for for everyone. I think that certainly like fantasy in and of itself is an outlet, but I think even more so our league and having a podcast for the league and having a really active group me and um, just reconnecting and connecting with new people for, you know, whenever we do have new members and um, that it's more than just playing fantasy football. It's, it's an outlet for connection and relationship and um, community and friendship and ragging and to disconnect from the day to day and the, you know, the, the daily stresses and ups and downs and roller coasters of our, of our lives. And different people have gone through some, you know, some big, some big roller coasters. Um, and I think having, having this league and this outlet, I think is important. Um, and I've certainly benefited from it. Um, you know, growing into an actual dad role, um, over the past few years, it's, uh, it's harder to like dedicate time to it, but I think it's even more important as an outlet to like stay sane. Um, so I'm hopeful that in terms of a vision for the league, it's a place of, um, you know, complete ridiculousness, which helps us stay sane in the midst of our crazy lives, um, chance to disconnect and connect with other guys and, um, and yeah, keep our dad bods going strong. That's my, that's my 2022 vision. Love it. So many good things that we've talked about before, but I, I think it's always important to hear it from the commish of just like, what, what are we doing here? Question that people ask me all the time. Why are you here? But, um, yeah, yeah why are you that, that was the impetus of the, the podcast in the first place of great people in this league, people I want to get to know more and feel like whatever that interaction is that I get to spend with like you and Travis and, um, you know, Sean, all, all these guys has made my life immeasurably richer. Um, and if the, the nonsense chaos and mystery box of a fantasy football season uh, can can be a format for that. I'm um, I'm so here for it. You're gonna make me start crying. And that that's what I do. I try to make people laugh, make them cry, make them ponder their existence and why 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 are they here right now? People are asking. Yeah. They they heard it like the first three times, but this mm. this time they're like taking it on a deeper more existential level like why am i here Mm -hmm. and it's just hitting different and you know i have no answers for you but can i make you feel all those emotions and ask those questions absolutely i can so mission accomplished jamie yeah i'm just just gonna leave you with that (laughs) can't be accountable for all my actions of course not hit a crossroads in the episode 
where do we go from here? Where do we go? And my my default is always make fun of Seth. So <laughs> if if we want to make fun of Seth, we can move into that that part of the podcast, or we can continue saying nice things about the directional league. Um, I, I feel I like, like we, I like making fun of Seth, and we could we could maybe yeah. do some like predictive predictive um, where where will people end up? Um, oh, okay. Not, yes. not so much like where will people end up, but like most likely to superlatives. We did the um, last. We did we do a post draft analysis pod last year, or was that two years ago? I don't know. We I know we did four last year because uh, we had to today. Everything Season else for episode four was yeah. there. Yeah. Um. I I want to say we did. I feel like we had to talk about how the first auction went, right? Yeah. That sounds like yeah, an episode that we did. Um, no, I, 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 uh, we, I clearly can't do that at this point, but could uh, could think about based on player profiles what we can expect from different players in the league. Yeah, like most likely to go zero RB in a two-person <laughs> league. Well, based on past track record, we know. We know Jamie, uh, why are you here, Schleicher, can win that award. If it had worked, everybody would be be viewing this event if, differently. What about what about most likely to sit your star players in the finals to lose? To galaxy brain this situation and completely lose themselves? Anyone come to mind? I mean, Seth... <laughs> But it happened last year. Come on. Oh, what? This is real life? Was it Seth? Yes. No, it was Sean. Oh, Sean. I could see Sean doing it too. Sean had Jamar Chase on his bench in the finals who no. scored like 50 or 60 points. Yeah. I mean, depending on the league, it was like between 48 and like 56 points. Yeah. He went off. He was on the bench? He was on Sean's bench. I forget who he sat him for, but I mean, it was, it was wild. So most, most likely to sit your star players in the finals. All right. Sean. There it is. Sean Greer. Close runner up was Seth. <laughs> Seth wins all the awards. Seth most likely just, to draft the most giants, Seth. Yeah. Seth just agonizing of wanting in his heart to play Danny Dimes in a high leverage moment. And he ends up going with Kirk Cousins and <laughs> completely shooting himself in the foot. Yep. <clears throat> Most likely to draft two top tight ends. The bully tight end strategy. Yeah. Worked out. Although do you go do you go that route more than once? Can you go that more route yeah. more than once? Can you can you do it again? Time will tell. Most likely to draft and then trade Rob Gronkowski. Ooh. I mean, that feels like a Matt move, right? <laughs> Who's hitting accept on the the high flying <laughs> the high flying offer? I feel like Matt should also win most likely to draft four QBs in hopes to trade most of them. But I I feel like there was a deep cut league reference here, and this is 
I'm talking about Eric's neat team, but there's one trade in league history that might be as infamous, if not slightly, slightly less infamous. Gotta be, than, gotta be less than the trade. Then the Whistleboy Waffle trade debacle of Joe Mixon for Dion Lewis. That such sounds a, right. Such yes. a bad trade, but my one memory that's been talked about i've i was never in the league with eric during round one the first year of the league but i heard that zach robbins our commissioner the the standard bear for the league just completely took advantage of eric's neat team in a totally one-sided trade that who knows maybe vetoes should be available um but I, I will the, say, I want to say Vito's, Rob Gronkowski was part of that trade. Was he? Was he not? Is that what you were referring was, to? That's the only piece I remember in that trade is that I received Rob Gronkowski in that trade. I do not remember who I sent. We'll have to pull up the lead league uh, record books. Um, actually, Sean, I think Sean probably yeah. has screenshots of all of this. No, that that's a job for Sean. This is a a screenshot from 2016, 2017. Fif- yeah. 15, I think. 15. Wow. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Now, this is a job for Sean Greer. Sean, whenever you listen to the pod, hit this point. Just just drop that trade screenshot in the group me. We'll all talk about it. It'll be a great time. Culture. Yeah. I. Um, well, the ironic thing is vetoes were a thing at that time. I mean, it was it. it Vitos were a thing until I think I took over as commissioner and I removed vetoes. Um, and then you brought Eric back into the league. <laughs> Just connecting dots for the listeners. Continue. Uh, and I don't know. I I, I think I feel like I probably sent. I, I, at that point, I was probably like Matt, and it was like one of those seasons where. I was just sending trade proposals left and right, not thinking that any of them were going to get accepted. And lo and behold, got one accepted by Eric, even though I will say he rejected a bunch of trade offers. Um, so it's not like he just like accepted the first trade that he got from me. And so I, I assume that he saw something valuable in that trade. Um, so I, I feel like I probably won that trade. Um, at the same time, I mean, this is like my soapbox about trades. Like, inevitably, you should feel like you're winning a trade if you're making a trade. Um, and that's why I like disagree with vetoes is because vetoes are typically like, oh, like this is a one-sided trade. It's like, well, that's that's literally the whole point of trading is because someone thinks that they're getting the better end of the deal. Um, there's, there's very, very little like mutually beneficial trades in fantasy. Um, but... Yeah, I'm glad to have uh, glad to have Eric back in the league. I'll just say that. I'm excited for the trades this year. It's gonna be it's gonna be, great. It's gonna be a fun, fun environment. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad Eric's back. Eric's neat team is uh, is 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 ready to ready to rumble. I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like we didn't give enough introduction to our two new members. We talked about Robert leaving. We had the home alone moment with with Drew, who keep losing. Um, but, but we did gain, we added 
and excited to have the two new members on the pod whenever they want to come on. Um, but yeah, do you want to introduce us to, or reintroduce us to Eric? Yeah. I mean, um, Eric Kelly, um, the great, um, the great wedding photographer in Charlottesville, um, known, known all over though. Um, you know, I think, um, he was flown in to, um, Travis's new digs, uh, wined and dined. Um, and, um, and Travis closed the deal just like any good, you know, general manager does in a new player, um, new player joining their team that this is the right place for them. And, you know, they've, they've gone astray for some number of years, but it's time to come home. Um, who knows if this is just like a retirement season, you know, like a one last season with, uh, with their home team. But um, yeah, glad to have, glad to have Eric back. I think he's, it'll be interesting to see the juxtaposition maybe of, of his team this year versus when he participated his first year. I think he was known as, um, as was evidenced by the trade uh, story, not really being super checked in and um, being lucky if he would set his lineup every given week, but he did set his lineup every week. I think um, never had a week where he had by players playing. I'm pretty sure. Cause that would have been a standard for us to say, okay, something, something needs to change, but uh, who knows? Maybe he'll be, maybe he's the new Jamie, you know, maybe he's like got a hundred best, best ball uh, drafts and, He's in 10 leagues. We just didn't know it. So watch out. Eric's team will get you. And if he does all that, he too can go three and 12 next year. That's right. And I'll say just as a background of like the joke that is Eric's neat team. um, When you sign up for Yahoo fantasy, it just gives you a default team name. And and it's, it's something cheesy like your name and then something like neat team. Yeah. Jamie superb team. Yep. And that was Eric's team name and never changed. Well, if he is as bad as everybody says he is, there will be some renames involved and other people will name his team for him. So pretty confident he won't make it through the entire year with Eric's neat team. But yeah. um, Eric, yeah, that's if cool. you just, just come defend just your a, um... football reputation, the pod is always available to you. Because right now, Zach... Uh, Zach did not give you the most complimentary introduction. Uh, I don't know if, if you would say that's fair or not, but would love to get the other side of the story because, you know, we can't let the commissioner control all the narratives. That's just not how we, we run the ship. Fair. Just as a reminder, um, we do, yeah, the, for those that don't know, we have some some league norms and, and um, rules is a loose, is a... Uh, it's probably too strict of a term, but guidelines maybe is a better term for <coughs> losing by, I think, what is it, over 50 points? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't eclipse 100. Right. So if you, you hit 100, you're safe. But if you're yeah, below if you that. Lose by, if you lose by more than 50 and don't eclipse 100, then the team that beats you by more than 50 has the opportunity to rename your team within that week and it, it stays that name until until you win again until you win and i believe we also added image rights is that is that accurate as well that is accurate yes it also comes with the uh team uh, team profile yeah 
great role. So watch out. I, I think one of the more fun wrinkles to, to our league in recent years. That was, that yeah. was a good one. Yeah. Um, but we have an, a new new, a net new. Net new. Totally number. new. Um, and, and you did the whining and dining on this one. So, Jamie, why don't you introduce our, our actual newest member of the league? I did, and I was not aware of the lengths that Travis went to. So there were there were no flights, there was no whining, there was no dining. Uh, but I shot my boy Brian a text and was like, "Hey, I know you're a longtime listener of the pod. I know you've been wanting to get in the league for like four years. I can't offer you a spot, but we have two open right now. Would you be interested?" And he was like, "Yeah, let me know." And I was like, "Cool." And then, you know, like six, seven days later, I was like, you're in. And now we've, we've got Brian. But uh, Brian Brian's an awesome guy. High school lax player. Uh, so we, we bonded over lacrosse. Uh, as Travis mentioned in the group me, did not have a dad bod. But, you know, I'm sure in the coming years he'll he'll get there eventually, you know. We want, it, it happens to everyone. Yeah, we, we want people to come in here and aspire to things. Like not everybody has to be the totally finished product when they come in. But but yeah, he hits the gym pretty often. Um, he got me to go to the gym at like six in the morning for like three or four weeks at one point in time. That was that was a good three or four weeks stretch in my life. I was doing good things. Um, but yeah, I was in a, a small group with him for a long time. Uh, they hosted and really excited to to have him in the league and he's a Cowboys fan so that's that's plus have oh somebody boy, to talk trash about the Giants and team up on Seth with me some competition for your Cowboys draft picks then yeah I mean that that's possibly questionable but you know Tyron Smith's out for the year Jerry Jones decided to trade you know most of our good players for like fifth and sixth round picks or just cut them. Lyle Collins. Don't even need him. Thank it's God be we have, we, we have cap room. Cause when I'm looking at the starting roster, I was like, do I really need another offensive tackle or could I use five mil in cap room? So yeah, give, give me that. Who needs Cowboys? Uh, CD. I would draft CD. I probably will draft CD um, in, in a very similar fashion to last year where I think I'm bidding him up for other people and then everybody else drops out and they're like, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I thought CD was going to go for like 60 last year and I got him for what I thought was a steal and the Cowboys just didn't throw him the ball, but now they have nobody else to throw the ball to. CD's going to catch 150 balls, and Dalton Schultz is going to catch 100. And I don't know Zeke if anybody else down. is going to. I mean, we're, we're talking about Simi Fajoko. We're talking about undrafted Dennis Houston, Jalen Tolbert, third-round rookie. Michael Gallup will come back at some point, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, I mean, CD Lamb all day. Welcome to the league, Brian. Can't can't wait for for that draft. It it's gonna be fun, and you know, just throwing this out there, but ZenCaster can host up to twelve 
and we have 10. We could record the draft and release. Did we do this? We did not do this. Last one? We did not. It didn't happen. No, we, I think we recorded, we recorded the Zoom. Oh, we recorded the Zoom? But yeah, I don't know if we, we didn't actually end up turning that into an episode. Yeah, but I mean, this could be, you know, this is this high quality audio on Zencaster. Great platform. Yeah. yeah. Only getting better, which is great when you, when you don't visit it for yeah, a year. Go to Zencaster. Yeah. So, you know, just, just saying, we got options. I like it. I like it. Was there anything else? I know we wanted a tight 45. (laughs) (laughs) Just 25. We said tight 25, (laughs) maybe 30. Here we are. Definitely cut it off at 40. Um, But still like well below an hour right now. Most of ours go way longer. No, we could, we could definitely talk more, but uh, yeah, I think we hit the, hit the high points and uh hopefully set the right right tone for the season and get a little bit hype for the draft and uh, hopefully encourage someone else to come on before before the draft so we get one more before the draft. draft you want one more before the draft yeah get, gonna Seth, be... get Seth on here he'll come on any day of the week I know I, I could call Seth right after this and he'd be like yeah man <laughs> just do it back to back just pod. back to back because well, I fly to Pennsylvania tomorrow, and then I have a work trip uh, starting on Tuesday. So, uh, you know, it's Sunday. Sunday. Sunday's the window. Or Monday, potentially. Get on well. it. Get on it. But, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we can get this one out tomorrow? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I I heard you cough like once. I feel like we don't even need to edit. Like, just let it let it. Tried fly. to mute, tried to mute all of my coughing. <laughs> you Thanks you got it most of the time. I I only heard one one come through on my end. Great. I added to a, a footnote, which only I can see. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. Well, I'd say just leave it for the vulnerability, the realism. People just. just Throw in the intro, outro. Yeah. All good. That's how we do it. And then, you know, the last thing we say is go fall in a while. Go fall in a while. Go fall in a while.